Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a 100-game milestone man for round 12 of the Sample Statewide Super League. It is North Adelaide's Lewis Hender. How are you, Lewis? Good, thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me, mate. Excellent. Uh, congratulations on reaching triple figures uh, against the doggies out there at X Convenience over on Saturday. Uh, what will it mean to you? Uh, yeah, it means a lot, mate. It's taken me a long time. I think this is my ninth season, uh, so and it's it's taken me a while to play regular footy. Hence the the long period of time before before getting to a hundred. But it's something that I'm obviously excited about, and saying that uh, I'll probably look back on when I finish up more so than than right now. But mm. milestones like this are nice to tick off. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute as to uh, when you did make your league debut with Glenelg, of course, uh, in 2011. But uh, before we get there, um, all the way back to Keith, um, tell us how footy started for you down in the southeast. Yeah, like uh, like everyone else that grows up in, in the country, footy is ingrained into you um, as soon as you start walking, pretty much. So I started um, kicking the footy around. Um, as early as I can possibly remember and you are a little bit limited with junior footy in the country we don't have a competition until under 14 so so you put, you put around in the under 14s when you're 11 and, tw- 11 and 12 and um, that's where it started for me I played junior cults and senior cults in, in Keys before uh, moving to town but fond memories mate yeah most definitely um um, many other sample. I oh know it's been a rich breeding ground for a lot of Glenelg players in particular down that way. Um, some other guys that you grew up with playing down there, or might be- uh, no one um, left playing in the okay. SANFL that I can think of. But yeah. uh, guys like Andrew Bradley at at Glenelg and Brad Agnew. Uh, not that I played with them um, because they were. A little bit older than me and from a, a different area, but okay. obviously I was exposed to those guys throughout my junior footy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, uh, obviously, uh, as we refer to there, Keith is uh, in the heart of Glenelg's country zone, and uh, you made the move to head down and play for Glenelg uh, back here, looking at the records earliest uh, I've got here in the 16s. You played in 2009 with the Bays. Um Tell us about those earliest memories when you ventured up to the big smoke. Yeah, it was the. I didn't really have any real expectations. I, I'd always um, been uh, a relatively good player in in the junior grades, but obviously it was it was made um, quite clear that coming up to town and playing for Glenelg would have been a significant step up to what I was used to. So I never had any expectations when I I came to town. I certainly certainly didn't think that I'd contribute. Um, that much as a as a junior, um, but the under 16s was a probably a good way to to lead into SNFL footy. To be honest, that was the first year that it was an eight week comp, right. so okay. um, it actually worked quite well um, for me in particular because I was still living in the country in the country then. So I managed I played at all the games in the under 16s, and we we lost the granny from memory to Norwood, I reckon, who had a star started lineup. So. And, uh, and then I was lucky enough to play a couple of under-18s games towards yeah. the end of that year. So uh, that was good fun. Wayne Smith down there in the yeah. in the in the 16s. So he's coached every man and his dog who's yeah. put on a Glenelg jumper. So yeah. 
Uh, no, it was good fun, mate. Uh, good memories. And I know you speak highly of your, your late mum, Rhonda, in terms of uh, the massive commitment she made to continually driving you up to the city before you did make that move and, and to pursue your footy with Glenelg. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she was my number one supporter. There's no doubt about that. But um, I was very lucky. And not just her, dad, dad also. They were very supportive from the get-go for um, myself and and um, the rest of the family as well. So I was very lucky in that respect. They were always willing to put in the time to to give me the best opportunity to play at the at the highest level I possibly could. Yeah, most definitely. And I guess that's what. Um, to honour that with uh, when your mum did pass uh, the fantastic ride for Rhonda, which you did a couple of years back, uh, riding your bike all the way from uh, Melbourne back to Adelaide with a couple of old Glenelg boys from down that way and Lockie Earl and Jed Redden and the like. Uh, um, yeah, it was a wonderful thing you did for charity. Yeah, that was um, far and away the best thing I've ever done, mate. And um, Speaking of things that go a little bit better than... than you think that certainly did we we had a bit of a goal and um we achieved that and some so that's something that um myself my brother and the other boys Lockie L, Redo, and my cousin darcy who who were involved in that and that's something we're very proud of yeah so you should be too it's a wonderful thing um for society to um, do that sort of thing and it can be an inspiration to others that is for sure um, getting back to your footy career, uh, that league debut with Glenelg ended up coming round 8, 2011. And uh, do you remember much from the day itself? Uh, bits and pieces. It was against uh, the Adelaide Oval, uh, and I missed my school formal for it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, um, but I was a late call-up back then because obviously the the afl listed guys were still involved with the with the sample clubs i think mm-hmm. from memory i was waiting on whether chad corns would get picked in the port team and he and he did i think so so i got the call up um and uh, i was very grateful at the time of of mark mickin in particular because I, I had no feeling that i was in any way shape or form a chance to play league footy at that time so uh, that was very exciting do you remember much from the day at the game itself, like your first time? Uh, yeah. No, not particularly. I remember kicking kicking my first goal, but mm-hmm. that's about it. It's a bit of a blur. Most games sort of are to me, so yeah. I'm a, uh, a little bit unsure how some blokes have such good memory of their, of their first game because I don't remember a whole lot from it, which is a bit of a shame, I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, And you pl- ended up with 37 games, 39 goals with the Bays from, yeah, from that point of 2011 through to the end of 2015 and then um, made the move to North Adelaide, I guess. Um, from that point of view, the, the shift to North, Louis, it was probably a win-win in a way for both parties because it freshened uh, you up in particular in the way uh, you went about your footy. Uh, yeah, well, it certainly looks like that now. Um, it, it didn't at the time. I I would have uh, stayed at Glenelg if I had it, had it my way, but like okay. you said, it... It certainly, um, well, it certainly worked for me. I can't really comment on on whether it's been better for them or not, but it's, it's mm. certainly been better for me. And the, the timing worked out quite well with Kari taking over the year that the year that I came here too, and we had a, a bit of a relationship from some uh, state footy that we we'd done in the previous um, in my junior days. So so that made the move a little bit easier. 
uh, as well as Manny Madonna had also been recruited to, to yeah. North at the time, and I'd played some uh, some state footy with him too. So it was um, looking back, it was quite an easy transition, and yeah. um, it feels like a lifetime ago that I was yeah. playing for Glenelg. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does from the external point of view as well. Um, so 2016, uh, you've been there since 62 games, 114 goals for the Roosters. And um, what is it about the environment there that sort of worked for you, Louis? I know you've touched on Josh Carr there. We all know he's an outstanding coach and and mentor as well, both on and off the field. Um, no doubt his influence has been huge. But what else has sort of helped spark you to find your best career form? Uh, I think just natural progression probably more than anything and a bit of maturity. Uh, I think I always knew that I was capable of playing good footy at this level um, mm-hmm. and it just took me a while to, to really get, get into gear, I think, um, which is a bit disappointing because it, it feels like I've wasted those first few years a little bit. Um, so it's disappointing from that point of view, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm absolutely loving playing footy now and it's it's nice to be a, a consistent contributor, although not as consistent as I'd, as I'd like to be and still think I could be, but it's nice to yeah. contribute more consistently than what I ever have done before, that's for sure. Well, you certainly did that last year in a premiership year, finishing off with 42 goals, a career high at league level for the Roosters in a premiership side. Um, you must have been delighted with your campaign both individually and also as a team yeah uh, it's it's a weird one to to talk about that last year i reckon because that was a bit of a bit of a blur too because we we never really had any expectation on ourselves certainly going into the year obviously you want to you want to play finals you want to give yourself a crack at it but Mm. there was certainly no pressure externally um and uh, we sort of didn't really have any pressure on ourselves either, albeit knowing that, knowing that if we got got going, that we could we could certainly be a, a force to be reckoned with, and mm. um, and it turned out to to play out exactly like that. And yeah, it was nice to contribute, but um, I don't really couldn't really care less if I kicked five goals last year, mate. Uh, I'll take I'll take the medal. Yeah, most definitely you would. Um, but your memories of the day, it was a fantastic game of footy, uh, high scoring and plenty of highlights and sort of uh, the result was in doubt until at least midway to sort of 20 minutes into the last quarter. So it was a great, from an observer's point of view, it was a great game of footy. What are your great memories of the day? Yeah, well, the whole week was the whole week was pretty up and down, obviously with the... Um, the the prelim final and the controversy surrounding that. So it was a big week leading up, and uh, I have obviously haven't played in a uh, SNFL grand final before, so I had no idea what to expect in terms of in, uh, crowd and and the build up itself. But uh, I think that's probably the most exciting thing about it that it was such a such a great game of footy, um, and it was such a big crowd, two two big clubs. Uh, it was brilliant, and then. Just the 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 whole day itself. Um, for those that have have played in in grand finals, I know it is just incredible. And it's it's nice to know that there's still at least forty odd thousand people who who like supporting and watching the SNFL, mate. So it was it was a brilliant day and one that I'll never forget. Yeah, certainly the grand finals are very well attended still at uh, Central Statewide Super League level. Where were you on the field when the 
final siren went and um, was there a moment in the game where you thought, yeah, I think we've got their measure here? Uh, yeah, I was I was running through sort of running through the top of the fifty towards half forward on the on the eastern side of the ground, um, and I'll certainly never forget that. And when Sam McInerney kicked the uh, the last goal, he kicked a, a snap over his yeah. over his shoulder in that in that pocket under the scoreboard. There was that's probably when I knew we we had it. Although it was about fifteen minutes before that, I thought we had it too, and they just. <laughs> They just kept coming. We could not yeah. stop Griggy. Yeah. We could not stop Griggy. So, yeah. yeah, there was a couple of times that I thought we had it, but, but that was the one where I knew we were probably home. Yeah, most definitely. And you certainly enjoyed uh, the celebrations, no doubt, and um, full credit to you for that. Um, then this year, um, obviously not going uh, overly well from an uh, on-field point of view with the Roosters, uh, but we'll get to that in a tick. But you, you did make your West End State League uh, debut playing in uh, the wonderful win against the, the Sandgropers over there in Perth. That would have been a great experience for you. Yeah, it really, it really was. I was, uh, I was in, I was part of the squad last year, and I was obviously thrilled for that, for that opportunity. Uh, and it was a completely different feel this year even being in the squad the much shorter program the smaller squad to start with but because there were uh, there were so many fresh faces uh, compared to the to the squad from last year whether that was um, based on form and there were a few guys unavailable too so it was um it was a seemed like a much younger group and there was i think it was 13 guys that hadn't played state footy before so so that was it was really exciting we had a, a great time on the on the trip, and um, I know state footy probably um, isn't built up as much as what it what it once was, but it was still really exciting to to be a part of, and being able to win was was brilliant too. Um, but playing with some other great players in the in the SNFL, being led by uh, Steve on and Matty Rose, it was it was great fun. It was great honour. And something about playing on the road as well, I reckon. Uh, you just sort of bond that a little bit more and you sort of uh, yeah you know you've got to get the job done while you're over there so that was really good uh, and just finally Louis uh, obviously a big game for you uh, in your 100th against Central District both teams really desperate for a win um, and yeah you're obviously on uh, foreign soil but it is the TV game so that's a nice thing some of your um, relations and friends and family back home in Keith that can't make it up will be able to watch it back there I guess. Yeah, it's um, uh, the beauty of, of Channel 7, I guess. It's nice that a few more people can watch it, but uh, it's exciting. It's a game that uh, that we just need to win. We've been saying it for a little while now, but, um, yeah, we're, we're confident that if we, we play our best footy, we give ourselves every chance to, to beat anyone, and that doesn't change this week. All the best for it, Louis. Thank you very much for your time on Sanford Radio. We do appreciate that. And once again, congratulations on being about to reach game number 100 in the statewide Super League against Central on Saturday. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it, mate.